0: This is Rad Radio. We sell bags of salt and hold parties the week of Thanksgiving. Aren't we great? For details, head to radradio.com. And then, if you're smart, change the damn station or turn off the app or whatever you people do. What has happened to this show? Got a few emails that keep coming in, RAD at radradio.com. Uh, in the Northern California area, we're back on uh, what we call terrestrial radio, traditional radio on 104.7 FM and 890 AM. A lot of people are getting kind of a master class in how different radio signals work uh, and the the complexities of it. Don made a joke last hour about how uh, there might be a tree in your way. That's not a joke. I mean, it's called line of sight. Uh, and as, you, as you're pushing the limits of various uh, radio frequencies, uh, I, I say that because, like, somebody wrote in and uh, uh, said they got, they got the AM station, 890 AM, all the way in Winnemucca, Calif- or Nevada. But then somebody wrote in. I didn't read it uh, because I just saw he, he's in Sparks, Nevada. And I mean, he—they can listen on one hundred four point five. People are just doing the experiment here to see, and he can't get it on and eight ninety AM. And then Amber wrote in, and she's listening on eight ninety AM in Elko, Nevada. Oh my God, Elko! <laughs> uh, and uh, Kyle, you—you you confirmed down I five. Yeah, Patterson. I hear eight ninety is loud and clear as well, which Who is the down. Hell's
1: Patterson. I—I I, yeah. I didn't
0: know until he said Lathrop. Then I knew. Like, okay, that—that that, halfway down, down I five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Marcus wrote in and said, I'm just leaving to work, and I jumped in my truck. My radio was already set to 8.90 a.m. for today, and to my surprise, rad radio was on. Woo-hoo. I live in a rural town south of Modesto. Oh, yeah, nice. Uh, by the way, a few people have written in, uh, if you're listening on FM 104.7 and you have the ability, like if you're getting it a little scratchy, a few people have figured out that if you can switch from stereo to mono, it seems to be taking the, the scratchy out. Because this happens with FM stations where, <laughs> where they can get... There's like certain pockets or certain places where you get a little bit of that. Oh, my frequency can't quite get to you. And if if they're if it's being delivered to you in mono, it's it's less difficult. It's, I'm trying to dumb this down in throat and, spray works. Not nerded up. That is your throat spray. <laughs> and in fact, you you'll find you'll find with all radio stations, there'll be pockets like in in like downtown areas where it's like, why am I suddenly not getting it? So in in uh, we got an email from uh, Rosemont, which is part of Sacramento County, and, and uh, the the FM's not doing so great, but the AM's perfect where they are. That's why we have both. So thank you for that. And Kathleen says, here in Galt on AM, you come in nice and clear. Oh,
1: Galt, I love you. Just
0: a bit tinny. That's the AM sound. He says, you know, kind of like uh, Brandon's uh, 1920s gangster voice. Yeah. See? Yeah, yeah see? Turn yeah. on the radio, see? AM, huh? Do what, what's good for you. Yeah, see? Yeah. Trouble, 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 trouble.
1: Right. trouble,
0: Trouble, 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 trouble. Trouble, trouble,
1: trouble, 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 trouble. Oh, 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 trouble, trouble. Just get some bunny ears and put those on your car, <laughs> right? I'm prone to go to a good local feed store. That's my jam. But occasionally, I'll stumble across a uh, uh, oh my god, the tractor tractor supply company. Yes, tractor supply, and the best one I ever been to was in Galt. I love theirs. It is amazing. I don't know why it's so different, but it is. All the cutesy stuff they carry for, like, your house.
0: There it is. Our first unpaid free endorsement on 104.7 FM and 890 AM. By the way, we got this note from uh, Robert uh, about the uh, Tribal Trouble theme song. It says, I enjoy the sound effects and the jingles that Brandon makes. The Treble Trouble theme song sounds like a Tech Nine beat. Are you a fan? Mm.
1: I do like Tech Nine, but that is not a Tech Nine on. song. And I don't know if Tech Nine has sampled it, but it would this is a They didn't uh,
0: inspire you.
1: No, no, definitely no, not. not. This is this is a Rock Me Amadeus by... Mm -hmm.
0: Um, uh, Oh, come on. Don't do this to me. I know that. Falco. Falco, yes. Jesus. I'm over uh, 50, man.
1: That's the only reason why it was inspired. But Tech 9 yes. Outstanding artist.
0: All right. We have a $100 Visa gift card. Caller 18 for Treble Trouble. Hello, Kevin. Good morning, anybody. Kevin! (laughs) You uh, will guess first. If you know it, you will win. If not, we'll go to Adam. Good morning. 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 And Eric, your caller 20. What's up? What's up? (laughs) Creepy sounding. <laughs> Pop song from 1983. On my life, can't to wait. Mm, you know the artist, I would think. What's the name of that song? My life, can't to wait. Kevin. Twist and Shout. <laughs> no. Adam, do you know? Got no clue. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for checking in today. Eric, how about you? sounds like something from Billy Joel but i have no idea you're half right oh, you unfortunately it's not oh, the half man. we want
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is the distinct sound of uh, of billy joel but we thought it would be an appropriate song title of, from his uh, catalog for since you're playing for a 100 dollar visa gift card the song is called easy money Take me to a party. Another chance for you to win the. Uh, it's why it's one of his bigger hits. Uh, the $100 Visa gift card comes up at 9 a.m. with Master of Movies. Let's do Dr. Rob. And now, baby, here's Dr. Rob. Hello. The doctor of love. Dr. Rob. Here's how this works. You got a question, a comment, a problem of your own? Phone number is 888 989 9811. You can always write to the doctor, RAD, at radradio.com. I am not really a doctor, and you should suck it. <laughs> This is from Becca. Oh, man. Hi, Rebecca. (laughs) No, it's just Becca.
1: Or just Becca. She goes by Becca. Becca!
0: No, Becca. You either know or you don't. Uh... Dear Dr. Rob, I'm at a loss. My husband wants a divorce. Physically, we've been separated since late 2021. I've remained in our marital home. We share a child. When I say I do not want this, I mean it. I'm fighting. But you can't make someone stay or love you. Our marriage, life events, and living circumstances or conditions has made the past nine years together anything but blissful. He had nothing when we got together and married. Nothing. We now own a home. He's bought a Harley. He's making 175 a year at his job. I stayed home to raise our son for the first three and a half years while he got to advance his career. And now he's fighting alimony, child support, and everything. He says he'll keep me on the car insurance, the cell phone, and his health plan for five-plus years. He says we'll have a paralegal draw it up and sign it. This is dumb, right? I've consulted with attorneys. I'm entitled to equity in the home, spousal, child support, and more. I don't make a third of what he does. I'm terrified of being broke, losing my son, not being able to provide. Do I hire the attorney and make the payments, or do I go along to get along? Uh, And she did in another part of her email that I didn't read uh, indicate she is writing from the state of California. Look, this is very cut and dry, very black and white, very simple, Becca. Um, I was just last week reminding everybody what I've always said. There are, there are times where you might have spirited arguments with an attorney, whether or not you have a, a close relationship with them or not. I mean, Super Attorney Kevin Huey, who I've been working with for 10 years, and I, we've had our moments. Those moments, though, are about tactics, maybe negotiations, maybe considering which direction we're going to go in, in some form of legal avenue. When your lawyer gives you the black and white on the law, you listen. And, and in the case of certain instances, you follow their instructions to the T. Now, what's happening here is you have an, a lawyer you said, you, you said plural, and then you said, "Do I hire the attorney, so maybe you've met with a couple, and you have one that you like. They, they, they are literally telling you the black and white fact of the matter. And, and I, I look, I know nothing about your time together with your husband. I don't know why. He, you didn't mention why he wants to be divorced. You're right. It sounds like you've gotten to that point of acceptance. You can't make him love you. You can't make him stay. Um, and I don't know why he left, and I don't know, I don't know his motivation for what he's, quote, offering you, because I don't know his heart or his soul, but he has – he he can offer you whatever you want. You guys can do this out of uh, – without lawyers, have a paralegal draw it up. I will say I would be shocked if a family court judge accepted this because they don't have to. Just because you agree to something does not mean the judge has to go, okay, all right, we'll, we'll do that, especially when there's a child involved. But state of California, this is very simple. It's a no-fault state. There's literally a formula. There's a computer. I forget the name of the program because I don't ever want to have to deal with it again. I've been through this once, and I didn't have kids involved. They put income into the computer. They run some numbers, and they say, here's what you're entitled to to maintain your standard of living. Oh, and we got to take care of this child. It's, it's simple. There's, no, there's almost very little wiggle room. There, there's things like if it gets nasty— uh, the 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 claim that you are you capable of working well then you can you can supply some of this money for yourself things like that but the formula is the formula is the formula in California and I know that there's a lot of mostly men but also high earning women out there that don't like me repeating this but it's the law it's the black and white law so I can't say to you that he is trying to get around that that he knows that that he's trying to swindle you but that is the result of this he, he offering you car insurance and cell phone and not <laughs> child support come on. Yes, you. Yes, you. Writ, you wrote for my advice. Yes, you should hire your attorney, and you should pursue this. And if he's smart, he will actually back off. And uh, there's a variety of things you can do. Uh, you can do mediation, and, and then you can do um, I forget collaborative divorce. I think is what they call it. And that's where you the you sit in a room with your attorney. He sits in a room with his attorney. And the goal of everyone is. Let's figure this out and not wind up in a two-year legal battle where we're hiring things like forensic accountants and all these other horribly expensive things that happen in a contentious divorce. You you have, I don't, you say nine years. I don't know how long you've been married because I don't know if that's the marriage part or the together total part. So let's say you've been married for eight years. In California, you are entitled by law to four years of full spousal support. You're entitled for the life of that child, uh, 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 child support. So... Go with your gut when you say this is dumb, right? Yes, it's dumb.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know who he thinks he is, your, your soon-to-be ex-husband and, and the things that he's saying. Um, first of all, I'm so sorry. Honestly, my heart goes out to you that this is something you want, but it's not something he wants, and that is uh, a hard place to come to and a hard realization, and um, I, I I definitely feel for you there. I also feel for you that he's an ass and isn't – Thank God for these laws, because they'll make sure he gives you what you're supposed to have. Uh, it'd be nice if he can look back lovingly at everything you sacrificed so he can move up the ladder. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. That's not who he is. That's not the cloth he's cut, cut from. Uh, that's unfortunate. But fortunately, the laws in California are on your side with this. And I, I, don't, I don't know if it's because you were spiraling. We do that sometimes. I definitely understand that on the list of things where you said you don't want to lose your kid. Why would you lose your kid? Because you
0: can't care for him financially. It, you can. And li- then.
1: Yeah. No, li- listen. Listen. Rob already pointed out the legal stuff of what is going to come your way money-wise. However, I have known one too many single mothers in my 53 years of living that have made it work. It's not fun. It's not easy. They struggle. But they make it work. My, my middle sister raised three children. And uh, with her, she had a great job as a, a checkout, uh, the, the cashier at a grocery store. But three kids in a city, it was not easy. It was very expensive, but she did it, and it worked, and she raised them. They were fed. They always had a roof over their head, and they went to school. I mean, you know, just There are millions, sadly, of single mothers ahead of you that have done this. You need to believe in yourself. You can do it. Sometimes it's hard in the spot that you're in. Uh, You will have financial help, it sounds like. I don't know the legal stuff. From what Rob was saying, it it sounds like you are. But even if you didn't, you can do this. There are women that do it on the daily. You have it in you.
0: By the way, I don't know if you noticed how I went out of my way to say I didn't know his heart and we don't know motivations and uh, things like that. I certainly didn't presume that our letter writer is completely innocent in this uh, nine-year relationship. Not (laughs) Don. Right away. Right away. He's scum of the earth. (laughs) An, of course, we're only getting the letter writer's version. Yeah, just it's an so interesting ob- observation. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I do find it pretty comical, though, that he is just giving her breadcrumbs with the car insurance and the cell phone thing. Like, he it, it seems like he's worried that she will go to a lawyer and he will lose more. He's trying to give her all these things that he thinks are going to appeal to her.
0: Yeah, look, again, I, 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 it, no matter what really has gone on in this relationship, he can't get around unless she somehow lets him. And again, I don't think a judge would let him. He can't get around what the law is. Um, so what, if, if he has a reason for, if he has a legitimate reason why he has all sorts of anger and vitriol towards her and he is trying to give her the least amount or whatever is, whatever is motivating him, he can't get around it. And that's what I wanted her to hear. I, 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 the divorce breakups, you never know, you know, that's his version, her version and the truth. That's why I think it's 27, 30 States have no fault States because it's like, look, we're never going to know the truth. So we're just going to come up with formulas and, and things like that, and because there's a kid involved, she does have to to think about that. Because, sorry, you're on the hook, dude. You you, you know you don't pop them out if you can't take care of them. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, for the rest of uh, their lives. Scumbag. At least till they're 18. <laughs> Again, I, I'm not judging. I don't know that you're. A I'm scumbag. not judging. Um. All right. I hate this email. Oh. Uh oh. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. It, this one, I, I read it this morning. And I'm going through it. I'm going, okay, okay. And then I get to the line, and it was, it was like an emotional gut punch for me. It, it really was. Um, but we got we to gotta, we gotta deal with it. We got to answer it, I think. Uh, it's from Kay. Hey, Kay. She says, I have a small hair salon in the Reno area. It's a tough business. Can't throw a dead cat out of a window without hitting a salon. <laughs> I'm prepared for the long road, but my will is fading. Over why do I never have a return customer? At the moment, you can count them in one hand. So first thing I think is, do I suck? I'm such a meticulous person with my work, and I've heard this is the best haircut and or color I've ever had too many times to count. My personal hair is my everything to my looks, and I treat my client's hair as if it was my own. Is it my prices? Maybe, but not because I charge so much. I charge so little. Could it be the old you get what you pay for thing? I always hated paying car payment size prices for hair, so why would I charge others that price? The shop is clean and organized. I'm dressed nice, professional, makeup's done products for just about any problem that walks through the door i'm not socially awkward i can hold a conversation with just about any topic we do not talk politics and i've been told many times i'm easy to talk to so she's going through all these things i'm like huh, what could it be and then there's this sentence (laughs) the only thing that could make somebody not want to come back that i can think of is me being transgender could it be that people just don't want me to touch them Everyone's entitled to their feelings. I don't want them to be uncomfortable. Let's face it, I'm going to have to touch your scalp and hair. And I really want people to come back, but nobody does. Should I just cut my losses with my business and go back to the corporate world? But I got a taste of being a business owner and I love it more than anything and I don't want to lose it. I think I just need a reality check. Was this a bad idea going into this type of business? Do 99% of people feel uncomfortable with a haircut from me? I'm not married, I don't have kids. So the little money I make is okay, but in the next year, it may be getting really tight. Brutal honesty, please. I'm 36, and I don't need it sugar-coated. Obviously, I can't say with certainty without being there and evaluating your business based on what you said. Yes, that's exactly what's going on here. I'm not going to buy your 99% number. I know that's what it feels like. Um, there are plenty of people who are not only comfortable, they don't even think about it. They, they, may, they may, some may not even notice it. Um, and a lot of us who do are like whatever, um, but I don't. I think you already know the answer to your question about are there are there really people that don't want to be touched? I, I'm actually I'm a, I will tell you the only piece of good news out of the last couple paragraphs is that you haven't had like a at least you didn't mention it like a confrontational incident. Like they showed up, and maybe they haven't even told me this. And they said, "Oh no, you're not touching me," because apparently they're they're quote letting you touch their touch them for an appointment. And then you're saying they're not coming back. Um, look, you, you've been living through the last six months of uh, uh, the most famous one, the Bud Light boycott, um, s- because they partnered with a transgender influencer. And I know there's a lot more to that story. That particular transgender influencer is very uh, controversial and volatile. And you are right, and I appreciate your attitude. People have a right to make these decisions. But the answer to your question is yes. You do have to accept that there is a percentage of people that will, that will be very uncomfortable um, or, you know, it's, it's so awful. A lot of them might not until they go out with their friends later and their friends say, oh, my God, your hair looks great. Oh, yeah, I got my hair cut. Oh, and by the way, you know what? Um, she's a transgender. And they're oh, my God. And then they cave into the pressure of, of things like that. So you do have to accept that reality. Um, and that's I, I, you have to be living that reality every day already. That's just unfortunately part of it. Whether you're transgender, whether you're a person of color uh, right now, in America, if you somehow wear your uh, Judaism on your sleeve, if you're a oh. Jewish person, yeah. this is all part of it, um, and it's a really sick, disgusting part of our society that's really reared its head yeah. again at a time at a, in a way that I don't think I, I'm not going to speak for, but I don't I, I haven't I haven't seen anything like this in America uh, in my lifetime in, in the five decades that I've been on the planet in terms of all of the bigotry. So, do, should you give up? Well, that's up to you. I mean, if you can't take it, if it hurts you uh, emotionally, anything. My first suggestion would be, can you target who you're trying to get to come to your salon? The, one of the things I've noticed is that the, the trans community is very trans supportive. And trans people would love to have their hair worked on by another trans person. Every city, and, and I, don't, I don't know the ins and outs of, of, of Reno's trans community, they all have them. They all have a, a pocket, a way to get a hold of them, a social media, something like that. I would be targeting that area first while considering other options that i just, to be honest, I'm literally thinking out loud here and I haven't given a lot of thought, but that's only if you want to keep going. And, and I, 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 would, I would want you to keep going if you're comfortable doing it.
1: The, oh, man. Uh, our niece Queenie, my, my niece Queenie that used to be on this show, she's trans female. And uh, so I've, I've seen a lot. I've been through a lot. And so I've got a lot of things going through my mind here. Um, so I'll, to what Rob just said, i i I love that suggestion with an asterisk because i don't know where she's at in her walk um a a lot of trans people just want to be who they are and they don't want to wear it on their sleeve and promote it you know i um i uh, i've seen that with with queenie she's just she's queenie but they'll try and put her in a box No, you're a trans poet. No, I'm just a poet. (laughs) I'm just a person who's a poet. So um, the other thing I think of is Queenie loved the area of town we lived in. Loved it. But it didn't love her. And I hate that because I love where we live. But I hate that it was not always great for her. So she went and lived in an area, town, that um, is very open and people just live their life. They, They don't care about any of it. She's she's found her heir to live in. She's not bothered. There isn't a second look. It's no biggie. And there are plenty of hair salons that people from all walks of life, trans, not trans, whatever, just people, go to these salons. And so I don't know if this is even a possibility for you because I know sometimes people lease their salons um, or rent. You know whatever it is. I don't know what you have worked out. Is that is that time frame going to end soon? And you have the ability to look in different parts of Reno that are more accepting where people just aren't going to care. So I, I, and I just, my heart goes out to you because this is just, it's real. It's awful. And um, I'm sure you are a a lovely person. And I I just, I don't know. I I just, my, my heart goes to you because there's, it's just such a, wide range of um, possibilities and problems that you run into. And I'm with Rob, you know, this is something that you really love, and you enjoy, and, and you really feel great about it. And you know, you say you have a year. So you know, that obviously is up to you on how much longer you can let this thing go. But just knowing that you're somewhere where you feel good and you love it, I hope you're able to stick it out and come up with different ideas. And you
0: combine the two things there. look if you're if you don't want to advertise that you're trans, that's your choice um, and that's going that could make this harder. who knows depends on which plan you you choose. Uh, but I understand why you might want not want to do it, but to Don's other point there, while yes, location is important, the more important thing might be where your customers are coming from. Especially in Reno, where it's not like in in the in the Sacramento area. If you if you live in uh, uh, Auburn or or Loomis, and you you find the greatest hairstylist in the world in Elk Grove, that's two hours of driving there and back just to start. In Reno, almost everywhere from the pocket, they can get to you in twenty to thirty minutes, depending on on traffic. So back to the marketing thing: if you don't want to market as a trans person, you know the areas in town that are more open minded, more friendly. Do some targeted marketing to people that live in those areas who would who would look at your Insta page or whatever and go, eh, okay, whatever, I don't care.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to touch on was uh, the target marketing. I don't know exactly how much she's doing, but I know there's Facebook pages, Instagram pages. You can join groups, and I don't know if you're already doing that or not, but I feel like that might get the word out a little better. And and, and I, this kind of goes along with the the first suggestion Rob had for you about you know your comfort level on it targeting the the trans population there but also have you gone to the drag shows Mm. i I mean you know to be able to get in with those folks might be a, a great thing and what ends up happening and i've seen this you know when queenie was a part of this my god you know and a lot of them they're great at their hair this or that but still it's like who did your hair who did this and someone who isn't a part of the drag world and is not trans is like oh i want that hairstylist where do i find them and it's Somewhere downtown that again is like friendly to all.
0: And you and you mentioned in your email that your hair is like I don't think you said your identity, but you've got gorgeous hair. They're just gonna look at you and go, "Who did your hair?" And you go, "I did." Why don't you come see me? Yeah. And and that that's gonna get people to want to come see you. What the hell was that? (laughs) Dr. Rob is not a real doctor. Stupid thumb. Plays a doctor on the radio. Oh, Most of the time. I mean, he's full of crap. Damn it, Brandon, you pressed the wrong button. <laughs> uh, you can uh, write to the doctor anytime R A D at radradio.com. Rob anybody, anybody and
1: Dawn. The Rob Anybody, anybody and Dawn Show.